Yeah. No, nothing. Yeah. Busy, busy doing my real estate stuff. Yeah. Busy doing technology Sell a house already, stuff. Would you? Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. Anybody out there want to buy a house? It's, Anybody out there want to sell a house? It's been quiet. Um, but, you know, the real estate market's just going through a shift. It's going through a change. Homes are still selling for ridiculous prices. So anybody out there that's been saying the real estate market's going to crash, not I've, I've been saying it for six months, 12 months plus. It's not going to happen. Okay. Not going to happen. I think interest rates are going to get worse. Before okay, they get that's better, that's not what I want to hear. And they've already down, they've but... already gotten worse. We're at, we're at seven percent plus. That's crazy. The average right now. That's crazy. Um, and I think they're going to continue to get worse in the next six to twelve months. And home prices are not going anywhere. I, th- I think they're here to stay. If not, see another increase in the next year or two. No, I mean it's it's just become the way of the world. The interest you know? rate is going to kill people, though. Like yeah. More and, and people more are just going to wait and wait and wait. More and more people are renting instead of buying their first home. Oh, and, you know, unfortunately, renting is just throwing money away. Right. In I, a lot I, of ways. It, I yeah, totally get it. I totally understand if you don't have money for a down payment or you have bad credit or this or that. And you don't feel then you don't feel that you can purchase a home. But there's a lot of different creative financing ways. There's a lot of different creative ways to try and get you into a home. So would you rather pay $1,800 a month for a mortgage for a home? Granted, maybe not your dream home, but it's something you can call your your own. Either so, or probably pay $2,200 to $2,500 to rent that same property. Easy, right? Rent renting a property is more than what that property would cost in a mortgage mm-hmm. right now because rents have gone through the roof. Yeah, buying's always going to be the more affordable and cost-effective way yeah. to live. But the problem is like you don't want to get yourself in a, in a shitty situation either with the way rates are now. And yeah. that's when you get um, people getting in over their head even with that. And Long-time vision, you got to understand. It could be two years, could be four years, could be five years plus. Right. But as soon as you get the chance to refinance, yeah, you've now brought down your monthly payments, yep. potentially and most likely, you can extend your mortgage and take cash out because mm-hmm. you've built up equity. You can reduce your mortgage time frame and pay off your house sooner and keep your payments the same, right? By doing that, because the interest rates have reduced, yeah, there's just a lot of different options and things you can do with with real estate ownership. Versus renting, yeah, yeah, yeah. You have, I, you have I, no real power or anything when when you're renting, and but with yeah. that comes some luxuries as well, though. Like you don't have to worry about expenses sure. on maintaining the property, on major yeah. repairs. You're covered on that, like yeah. you know, whatever works for everybody. It doesn't. But you've so you've been in your long. you've been in your first home purchase mm-hmm. for two years, just two and a half, just years. under two years, yeah, one and a half years. Okay, yeah. year and a half. So other than the initial appliances that you had, because the house didn't have some yeah. major appliances when you moved it, have right. you had any like real major expenses? No, nothing major. As far as home um, ownership goes? No, Not, there's some things we want to do that are cosmetic major-ish. or anything like that? Nothing. The only cosmetic thing we're, we, we're in the process of doing is still staining and sealing the deck, which looks beautiful, by the way. Yeah, like, that's things that you want to do. Right. Which is also going to add longevity to your deck. Yeah. Right. 
Yeah, but yeah. no, nothing major. There's there's major ish things that we want to do, but they're not major to the point where like they have to be done right now. Right. Like, would love to redo the kitchen at some point. Want to take up all the carpet in the living room and put nice mm-hmm. uh, hardwood flooring hardwood in there, or, or, or whatever that yeah. stuff is that people mm-hmm. use. But yeah, that kind of stuff. Um, but overall, you've probably. I don't. I don't know if you've saved money in the last year and a half rather than it's renting. Not really, it's tough. But yeah. you've built a ton of equity for yeah. the long term. Yeah. I mean, your your house is probably worth twenty five percent more than what you paid for. That it. sounds high, but you. I mean, you would know more than I do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We've we've chatted a little bit about it. Definitely. Yeah. 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 I would. I would. Especially with the few cosmetic things you've done. Right. And just adding the appliances and cleaning this up, repainting that, fixing a little bit of spackle and mm-hmm. stuff here and there. Um, like the house you purchased wasn't a fixer upper no, by any means. It just needed it, yeah. it just needed some little things here and there. And you put in the elbow grease, you put the couple mm-hmm. dollars behind it. So I would list and sell your house for twenty five percent more mm-hmm. than what you paid for it. Yeah. Yeah. So now now my thing is just watching the uh interest rate and being on top of that for when it gets to the mm-hmm. right area right try to capitalize on that would it but be would it be time to refinance or would you guys well that's sell and move well like, i take that equity and move to something a little bit bigger? i have to be there at least two years to write refinance anyway right or can you do that at any time no you can, do, you can refinance okay. whatever you can so refinance yeah, one, a week after your mortgage starts yeah. so yeah once that rate comes down to an area mm-hmm. where i feel like it's going to be it's, in our best interest as far as tax purposes go I think you have to live in the home for one year in order to not have to pay a capital gains tax. If you sell it. If you sell it. Right. That's what our neighbor we found out did that. And that capital gains tax is up to a certain amount also. So if you're not making up to, I want to say for New Jersey, if you're not pocketing $150,000 in profit, Mm -hmm. you don't have to pay tax on that. By the way. And income tax. Perfect example of why people should not unless they really know what they're doing, don't be your own real estate agent. We found out from mm-hmm. a guy who used to live in our neighborhood right behind us, basically. He decided to do everything himself, sold before he had been there the two years that they, is two years or one year? It's It, it depends. So I think he it said two years. Yeah. He had only made it like a year and a half and uh-huh. he wanted to be out. And he didn't realize until the sale went through that he was going to be taxed on a lot of his gains. Right. And he was like, I'm kicking myself. I'm like, well, well, why didn't you ask somebody first of all? And second of all, why are you doing this shit by yourself? Like Mm -hmm. that's why you do it with a professional because they know those little things that are going to cost you money. Yeah. He probably lost thousands. So let's say, let's say he made a hundred thousand. Like, I don't know if, 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 did he do like a fix and flip or something? I don't know the extent of it. I don't know. Let's just say he made a hundred thousand dollars in profit. You know, yeah. if he if he bought the property Which for I don't X think amount he did. and he sold the property for X amount. I think it's probably half that, but just yeah. for easy math. Okay, fifty thousand. Right. So let's say he's got to pay, I don't know, five percent in taxes, ten percent in taxes between an income tax, a federal tax, state tax, capital gains tax, whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. If he's gonna pay ten percent, five grand out of that fifty thousand profit, he would have saved money by just using a realtor yeah. because it would have cost them less than that 10% in commissions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also he his- would have made a little bit less profit, but he'd have more money in his pocket on the back end. Yeah. 
And also, why, like, why did you rush Unless, into selling it with less? Like, just wait another six months, like, and then you can do whatever you want, and you don't have to worry about any of that kind of well, crap. Well, if you didn't know, we just thought it's the market's still, hot. Put it. Did he, he? So he sold it himself, like for sale by owner. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, yeah. I don't so, know the guy that well, but it just seemed like an oddly I mean, placed decision and poor decision to not have some professional with you, right? That can. I mean, that guide you. that also speaks loudly to. You know, there's nothing wrong with for sale by owners. And I think a lot of sellers don't understand, like, you don't pay your real estate agent. You don't pay your real estate broker that's representing you. You don't pay them a dime until that place sells. So if I was thinking about the for sale by owner process, I would at least take one, two, maybe three meetings with realtors to pick their brains and it's really up to them to sell me on being their client, right? Mm-hmm. But you can gain so much knowledge just taking those couple of appointments, sitting down for an hour yeah. with a real estate agent who, yes, they want to sell your house. They want to list your house because they can make some money off of it. Sure. But how much knowledge can you gain in those couple of hour conversations? Yeah, we learned a and lot just feel, from the one time we did it. Yeah. If you feel confident enough in selling yourself then by all means go for it but maybe you come across that real estate agent that you know maybe you strike up a good rapport with can build a friendship or a relationship with or maybe they're just going to do a damn good job at selling your property so you decide to go with them you know anyone like that yeah well me obviously (laughs) but yeah yeah it's complicated Although it's not that complicated, yeah. I guess, but no, I mean, you know, being in real estate for a couple of years now, it's not a complicated business at all. People make it more, it complicated, more complicated than it, than it needs is. to be. Yeah. Um, you know, sometimes the contracts and the paperwork can be a little complicated. They can be tough to understand sometimes, but when you work with somebody that kind of breaks it down and just explains everything, every step yeah. of the way from start to finish, yep. it can it can be really easy if you work with the right person. Yeah. If you're not working with the right person, it can be very difficult. Yeah, absolutely. You see I'm, people get stuck. I'm know. not the best real estate agent in the world oh, by far. Stop yourself. But I think I'm decent. I've definitely had some great experiences with clients. Yeah, and I mean, you are, I mean, I don't have a lot of frame of reference, but you're good. I mean, we, we got our house through you yeah. and it was your first time doing it. Ultimately. Yeah. My first purchase. So like, you were my first purchase. Right. I sold a listing and did some rentals and sold some other stuff before that. But for the buyer process, right. you were my guinea yeah. pig. So thanks. Yeah. Appreciate it. But I mean, considering you're you're still relatively new to this whole thing and you're you're yeah, doing well and you understand years. it probably yeah. a lot more than people probably a lot more than some people who've been doing it five to ten years. You know? just need to make it about the people. You just you know I don't I don't write a commission statement. And I don't look at how much money I could potentially make until the deal is done. Yeah. Like, I don't care. I don't care. I would feel like that would sway my decision making too. And it would get me away from the thing that I'm trying to focus on, which is getting that doing right by the family. When you start to look at the payday, it might start to rush your decision making for your benefit more than the the client's benefit. Yeah. It's just human nature. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I don't, you know, it's, it's kind of like a superstition of mine. You know, I I don't look at the potential commission. I don't figure out the dollar amounts. I don't do the math. I don't write up an official commission statement or anything yeah. until like days before closing. 
Um, well, knowing you, you're going to have AI do all that my for mission, you anyway. So. Yeah. Because my mission <laughs> is just to get that buyer or seller from point A to point B, whatever yeah. it might be. And, you know, myself and the client, we work out whatever plan, whatever strategy needs to happen in between A and B. But ultimately, we need to, you know, figure out what do you want and what can you afford mm -hmm. and then get you into that property if you're a buyer. Or where do you want to move? Why do you want to move? And how much money do you want to make? And get your property sold. Yep. Like, like that's, that's the yep. mission. Yeah. Pretty simple and easy. I think people, whether it's the clients or the agents themselves, people tend to overcomplicate things. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. People do that. And it probably comes some from the lack of experience on the buyer or seller side and then poor relay of information on the real, uh, the mm -hmm. realtor side. And yeah. then you end up having a hodgepodge of information. I'll tell you what, a lot of, tell you what, <laughs> a lot of logistics and communication in real estate, yeah. which I didn't expect in the beginning when I first started or getting into this, Yeah. but coming from my background and what I used to do, managing hundreds of people, managing yeah. hundred million dollar business, mm -hmm. basically just that's became like my specialty. It's just like second nature. Like logistics, thinking ahead, planning ahead, what needs to come next? What's happening next? Who do I need to notify? Who do I not need to notify? Yeah. Who do I need to tell? How can I filter this information? Mm -hmm. um, it's just, I mean, it's fun too. Yeah, that's the good thing about it is you're enjoying doing it, which makes it a lot more manageable and sustainable. Mm -hmm. yeah. If you were miserable, that'd be a problem. Uh, and probably be doing knows. something else by now. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. So we should all do something else right now and put a bow on this episode perhaps yes yeah. you think so i mean we're we can go like 10 more minutes and then i'll break it into two episodes we could do a part one part two we could you got anything else you want to talk about not really <laughs> <laughs> so let's, yeah let's tie a knot all right i think we're good on this one wrap it up b yep yeah you better wrap that gavel yeah, that's up. exactly what i was <laughs> yeah. waiting for there, there it is all yep. right all right peace people. out cub scouts